Welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonado. The Black Knight Nation podcast is brought to you by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon, the company's uh, run by Joe Ross, who's a former Army uh, graduate, West Point graduate, former Army assistant coach. And we appreciate uh, Joe Ross sponsoring this podcast with Higher Echelon. We're here today with Seth Mendelson, Black Knight Nation uh, reporter. And also, we're happy to welcome Army Met, uh, Army Women's Lacrosse coach, Michelle Tumolo. Uh, Michelle, I... I practiced that name a couple times, your last name a couple times. I might have, uh, I, I apologize there, but thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Of course. And don't be sorry. It's, uh, it's quite all right. Yeah. We wanted to get you on before the big game Saturday against Navy. Uh, talk about your program. You've had a really strong season this year. It, this is your second season at West Point. And uh, I was just going to ask you about, you know, coming into the season, your expectations and kind of, maybe give us a little bit of thumbnail your season and where you think you guys are at right now. Yeah, obviously um, being a young program and, and coming in here last year, we had um, a lot of goals that we wanted to set um, and be able to achieve them right away. You know, you don't want to be like, oh, in three years we can, we can do this or in three years we can do that. Um, we wanted to do those things right away. So um, coming in last year, we, we knew Navy was a big one on our schedule that we had circled and we were excited to play them and because we knew we had never beaten them before. So um, an incredible season last year. We had, a I believe, a 10-game win streak at one point. We had people breaking records left and right. So um, coming off of that season, we were, we were definitely motivated to be even better this season. And we lost some key starters but um, returned a lot of great players and had some great freshmen coming in. So – um, yeah, this season just been awesome. It's been an amazing ride, um, 12 and two, uh, but we're continuing to grind every single day to be able to play in May and, and, and do some great things. So yeah, obviously beating Jacksonville in the beginning of the season and Rutgers as well, two ranked opponents at the time, very highly ranked and, um, you know, continuing to be pretty consistent throughout the season and going into yeah. Yale obviously was a big one for us. Sadly, we lost that one, but, um, you know, bounced back against Bucknell and then you go against the, an incredible team in Loyola and, you know, it just wasn't our day, truly. Um, you got to play a pretty darn good game to beat Loyola or even to keep it close. And, um, you know, we, we, we obviously are, are a little disappointed in that, in that um, sense, but, you know, we're, we're excited and we can't hang our heads because we've got a big one on Saturday. So just really proud of our team and the way they they've handled, you know, games and we've been down by six goals at some points and come back. So yeah, just really proud of them. Okay, Michelle, it's Seth. Uh, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Um, uh, like you said, a uh, great start to the season, 11 wins right off the bat. Um, you know, some of the lacrosse people were taking notice about Army, the Army's women's women's team and the Army's men's team. It was pretty mm-hmm. interesting what they were saying. Um, the Yale game uh, was a tough one, lost by one. Um, mm-hmm. Loyola lost by a bunch. I think it was oh, 19 yeah. to five, right? Yes. Um, uh, take us through a little bit of what the uh, what the expectations are going forward now. I mean, uh, I, 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 I'm not quite sure how the Patriot League sets up their, the, mm-hmm. the women's tournament. Um, how many teams make the women's tournament? So it'll be six, but it's um, kind of like a play-in game in a way. And then the, you know, the next four who win, um, the first two get a bye. Sorry, top two get a bye. And then we um, we play Thursday for the semifinals. If you win, you play on Saturday. Um, so, you know, that quarterfinal game is on Sunday. We're hoping to not have to play in that. So, um, but yeah, we... 
you know, the expectation is to win, to keep winning. You know, if right. you keep winning, you extend your season. Um, obviously, this one on Saturday means a lot to us, our Army-Navy. That's a given. But it's also to extend our season in May and get a good seed in the tournament and possibly make the, the NCAA tournament for the first time ever. So we're just so focused on Saturday for a lot of reasons. And, you know, we're just excited and hyped as well. You know, to get a second star would be amazing. Um, we're having our alums back and have a big crowd. And having it in Mikey Stadium is, is you know, amazing in itself. So yeah, the expectation is just to keep winning, you know, why stop now, you know, and, and why not have belief that we can keep doing things um, that we've been doing all season. I think if you beat Navy, you lock in a, a, a one or two seat. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So that's important. And you, and you do play, is it a, you play um, the higher seed plays the home game? So uh-huh. if um, the highest seed hosts the um, semifinals and finals, that looks to be Loyola. Um, if we were to get that three seed, we would host um, the quarterfinal. So that's kind of how it works. Um, okay. Our side. So if, if you if you got the two seed and Loyola lost, you would ha- host the f- championship game? I think since it goes head to head with us, um, it all depends, you know, what we so do. They have one they- loss now. So if they lost their one of the two remaining games, you won both. I think you get it. Okay. We'll see what happens. There. Yeah. And we'll then, see. Course, we'll say, you know, it might so, be the head to head. So one different. team gets the automatic qualifi- qualifier. Um, has the Patriot League gotten more than one team into the tournament in the past? Not since my, um, you know, not since I've been in in the Patriot league. Um, I think it's been a while. So, you know, Lehigh has had some success and um, Navy has had a lot of success in the past couple of years. So I think it's been a few years since that happened. Um, You know, Navy made the final four uh, as early as what 2017, I think it was, or 16. Um, Pretty, pretty incredible. Yeah. Okay. And then you got these big teams. You got like uh, the ACC teams and the Syracuse, Boston College, I think Northwestern from the Big Ten, Mm -hmm. Dynamite. And uh, uh, the the women's game has certainly seemed to blossomed out across the country, much more so than the men's game. And we know that has a little bit to do with Title IX and uh, and stuff like that. But uh, it certainly has become a, uh, a, a national game for the women where the men's it is moving west, but at a much slower rate. Um, so talk about that. I, it, it seems to be a lot of, you know, interest uh, across the country in women's lacrosse. Yeah, it's fastest growing sport right now. Besides, I think pickleball. I think that might be the big one now. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, the in in college athletics, we're really grateful that um, so many women's um, teams have been popping up all over the country. I was grateful enough to also coach at Oregon, so I've been on the West Coast. I coached there for two years back in um, twenty sixteen and through twenty eighteen. Um, so that was incredible to see the, the sport growing, you know, USC, Arizona state, Colorado, um, Cal, Cal Berkeley, um, you know, you, you see Davis has a team. Um, so yeah, out West, it's been amazing, but just across the board, you see, um, you know, programs like Florida who started a program in 2009 and, you know, they've, they've done an incredible job and, um, yeah, I just think it's really exciting. I think people want to play it. They see what, um, it does for, you know, universities and, um, you know, just like Clemson, for example, they just started this year and they have beaten some pretty prestigious teams. So it's just been, it's been cool to see, um, universities invest in women's sports and especially lacrosse. And, um, I got to give a shout out to my orange since you mentioned them. Um, I'm an orange lacrosse alum and, uh, they're 15 and 0 right now, and it's pretty amazing to watch. I'm, I'm a Syracuse graduate too, and so both. Are? Yeah, yeah. Go on. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like That's a. Good. And I gotta tell you something. The men's team is starting to move up a little bit too. They can if they can win these two games. They can maybe sneak into the tournament. So we'll Huge. see. I know they got some um, young. 
young talent. Let's talk about the about some of the Army players here. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, if I, uh, Kathleen Sullivan is a senior. I think now I think she's from Annapolis area, right? So you yes. stole her away from Navy. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. yeah. So she, she's a senior. She's been very good. And I yeah. think the number one score on the team is Brid- Bridget Duffy, a, yep. a freshman. Yep. Okay. And then yep. Julia Goracek. Goracek? Goracek. I know that one's Gorayek. a Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, that's Those okay. Are the big yeah. Three. yeah. So uh, Sully, that's what we call her on our team here. Yeah. From Annapolis. We're lucky she's on our team in the black and gold and not in that Navy. Yuck. Um, but no, she's she's incredible. She's got a cool story, too. Just like the fact that she didn't really play her freshman year, sophomore year, really didn't get minutes. And, um, you know, when we got the job here, our staff um, took over. She had a huge role for us and just was able to put the ball in the back and then obviously get assists as well. So um, kudos to her teammates for finishing, you know, her feeds and putting the ball in the back of the net and getting her points. And um, she's just been awesome. And then you you go with Bridget Duffy, one of the most athletic humans I've ever seen. Um also, really cool, cool story. She was born here. Her parents went here. She's one of 10 kids. She's actually on the soccer team as well in the fall. Um, she plays hockey. She's I heard she's even better at hockey than lacrosse. It's insane. Um, and she's just a force to be reckoned with on the lacrosse field. So she's been amazing. It's been fun to coach her. And uh, Julia Greig, yeah, just an, um, an outstanding outstanding player, someone that just is able to, you know, really break angles on the, on the offensive end and put the ball in the back of the net. But yeah, we've got a lot of firepower on the offensive end. It's been fun to see them um, succeed this season. And what about your goalie situation? I think you've used two or three different uh, people in goal, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's good to have, um, you know, two solid goalies. We have five actually on our roster. And, um, you know, coming into the season, Lacey Bartholomew had an incredible start and and continue that um, throughout the, the first half of the season. And, you know, when a goalie is maybe not as hot, you hope for a goalie to go in behind her and be hot. And Lindsay Seraphine has done that. And um, she's also a plebe freshman and she's been awesome. Her focus has been awesome. Her personality is just awesome. The girls love her. So it's been nice, but um, yeah, it's, it's definitely hard as a coach to, you know, make that decision. Um, but you want them to be confident. So they've been great, great teammates to each other. And um, yeah, I played with two goalies that split half, so I've seen it. And um, yeah, it's nice to have people that support each other in that one position. Okay. I got to ask you a question. A friend Just asked a me question to ask for you, Michelle. Uh, all right, let yeah. me ask one more question. One more question, Sal. Um, <laughs> a friend asked okay, me to ask Seth, you this question. I'm sorry. Um, why don't women wear helmets? I assume the ball is the same ball as the men's game. Same ball, yeah. Yeah. Why don't women wear helmets? We have a whole different set of rules. And, um, you know, our game just is very different than the men. The men is obviously very physical. We don't play that way. You know, you have probably seen a lot of physicality in our game. It's just gotten a little bit out of hand. Um you know, our game is very, very um, technical and, and, you know, you have to have certain skill set and not that it's different than the men. The men obviously have very same similar skill set, but you have to be able to not shoot through someone or not um, direct hit. Um, you got to play with your feet and you got to be very fundamentally sound. And um, but it's a very beautiful game. You know, we play seven people on offense, seven people on defense, plus a goalie makes eight. So um, it's just a whole different set of rules, whole different game. And um yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go to helmets. It would, it would just change the game completely. The ball's got to hurt, though, if it hits you in the head, no? I mean. Terribly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Sorry, it's I, I cut it's you off. That's okay. No, it's all good. It's all good. I was just going to ask you, Michelle, about what you saw in uh, Kathleen Sullivan that made you, you – know, what, what did you see from when you came in and what, 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 did, what, 
you thought she would bring to the table because now in fruition, it's turned out to be amazing. Yeah. You know, in the fall, we really focus on skill set and just working on your craft. You know, we're not really putting in plays or, um, you know, we put in typical motion sets and stuff. We want to see them run through, but we just saw her ability to um, feed from behind the um, at X. So that's like behind the cage and into the crease position and being able to drive the cage and being able to finish on the doorstep. So, um, you know, you got to put seven people out there on offense and we felt like she was someone that could really be a playmaker. And we just saw those, that skill set in the fall. And I have a great offensive coordinator in Katrina Dowd, um, who is one of my best friends. So we just saw that in her and, um, you know, we trusted in her and she, she's done a great job ever since. What's it like as a coach when you see everything like come into into play? You see you see it in the fall, and then you see it in her junior year, and now her senior year. That must be uh, just some, it's a great pride there to see that what what you envision is happening on the field, so to speak. For sure, yeah, it brings you much joy, and that's like why we do our job, right? You don't just coach people for little moments; you want to see them progress throughout their whole career, um, and it's really rewarding to see players. Um, take on your coaching and be able to adapt and be able to get better, you know, and some people it takes longer than others. And, you know, some people, you know, maybe don't even touch the field their freshman year or sophomore year. And then they're complete starters for us and, and game changers and, and people that break records. So, um, you know, it, it's nice when a pl player can play their freshman year, but it's also, you know, it's also very rewarding when they do step on the turf and get the, those minutes. So um, it's, it's definitely, uh, I think the word to describe that would be rewarding as a coach. It's nice. Absolutely. Um, can you we didn't talk about how you kind of got to West Point and why you chose to uh, coach there? You know, I know you were coaching at Wagner before you played at Syracuse. So there's New York State ties all over the place. But what what made you uh, choose West Point, so to speak? Why did you want to come to West Point? Yeah, I love this question because um, I actually had no um, prior background to even visiting West Point or be, you know, knowing anything about West Point. I just knew how prestigious and amazing it was actually at Wagner. There was a chance that we were possibly going to play army at one point. So, um, and I knew that was going to be a heck of a game because of the athletes that they had on their, their roster. So, um, you know, West Point reached out to me. It was the summer um, of 2000 and what, 21 at this point or 20. And um, we, uh, you know, my wife and I, we, we were in love with Wagner. We loved it. My sister had went there and we, we just loved the people we were around. But there was a point of me that knew there was something greater out there and, um, you know, a chance to pay me, you know, make a team, you know, get to the next level. And um, when Army reached out, it, it just felt like a no brainer. Obviously, I had to come here and interview and, and show them who I was and, and make sure it was a great fit for me as well. And once I was on post and, and met everyone, it was it was a no brainer. So um, and I met the, the players on the team and I just connected right away. And um, when I was offered the job, I, it brought tears to my eyes because I just felt like it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. And um, it has been for the past two years. So um, I'm really grateful that they chose me and that they felt that they could trust me in the, in the program. And obviously, Anthony Noto and their family, um, that was a big part of the interview process as well, because he does. You know, I am the Noto family head coach, so he was a great, great asset in this in the um in the interviewing process. So I just feel completely grateful to be here. Yeah. Anthony's connection uh, to army is former. He was a former linebacker at mm -hmm. um, West point, big CEO guy. Uh, so far, I believe and stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, he's a 
passionate army sports guy i mean during the army football season sometimes i'll get messages from him about uh, why is this guy playing why is this guy not playing and i'm like okay hold on i love hold it hold on his texts to me are the best. I'm like, I need to read this to my team to pump them up. They're the best. Michelle, yeah, tell us motivation. about recruiting. Uh, mm -hmm. is, is it more difficult to recruit at Army uh, uh, or than another college? Or is it um, maybe a little bit easier because it's a, it's a prestigious school and a lot of kids – you know, who would not get in otherwise, you know, or on borderline on the, in, the, in the gray zone, um, uh, get in. Um, yeah. You know, how does how is that working for you right now? Yeah. You know, I think I, I take it as a positive for it all. You know, even if I get a lot of no's because usually people can't see themselves in the army or that's usually why I get no's. Um, I, I totally understand it. You know, it's it's but I also want them to come here and make sure they see it before they give me a no, because it's so special. And once you're around it, you understand why it's so special. Um, and it's obviously they say it's rigorous and it's hard, but it's something that is so um, incredible at the end of it. And I just think it's a great opportunity for young women to come and, and be a leader and, and learn from the best of the best. And, um, but also be a great lacrosse player as well. You know, we're a, a nationally ranked lacrosse team as well. And I know you guys uh, talked to Coach A and what he's done with his program for the past 18 years. It is incredible. Um, I use him as a resource a lot with recruiting and and just learn his ways because he knows this place better than anyone. Um, so, yeah, I just go into it with a positive mindset. And, um, you know, I think the only hard part is that you get a lot of no's, but it's it's I totally understand it. And um, but when we get those yeses, I know I'm getting the right people to come here. Okay, great. Tell us about the game against Navy. Give us the details. Uh, what time does it start and stuff? And yeah, games on Saturday at two thirty p.m. Um, I chose that time because it was the game time last year, and I'm superstitious, and we won that game. Um, we're excited. You know, Cindy Timshaw is an incredible coach. I respect the heck out of her. She's one of my idols. Um, but I'm gonna give it to give it to her on the sideline on on Saturday. And um, yeah, we're just excited. You know, we're fired up as anyone would be in this game. Um, we're poised, we're ready to go, and we have a great game plan put together. And um, we're, we're looking forward to a lot of fans coming out. We've done a great job with our marketing team and um, to get the word out, to get people here. And um, I'm just lucky to be able to coach our team through these games. It's it's a, it's a memories that I will remember from my lifetime. I'll tell my grandchildren about. And um, it's just, it's it's fun. It's It's exciting and I'm fired up. Okay, the game's at Mikey, right? Two thirty yeah. on Saturday. Yep. Is it on TV? Is it is it um, on TV? Sadly, well, it's on ESPN Plus. Um, last Plus, year we okay. were lucky enough to have the stream of CBS Sports, but this year it's on um, ESPN Plus. Okay, great. All right, and then you got one more regular season game after that. I think Lafayette, yep. and then you go into uh, into the tournament and hopefully uh, win the tournament and get the automatic qualifier into the NCA. Was it twenty four teams make the NCA or even yes, more? Um, I believe it's 36 this year. 36, or yeah. Like that. We extended how many, women, how many so. women's teams are there in the, across the country? There's about 100, and I'm, I might get this wrong, like 19 or so. Wow. There's only we're 75 or 80 men. men's teams, yeah. Yeah, we're a lot more than the men. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. The men's, it's really hard to get in the tournament for the men. We we know, we know discuss that all the time. Joe and I discuss it, and, uh, and we, he's been on here, and we've, you know, Love to see the Patriot League get more than one bit. I think this year they have a shot. They because do. The Ivy League is not good this year. Right. And then right. they only have one team probably getting in, maybe two. Right. So I think the Patriot and League may played, get yeah. two teams in. They yeah. made it amazing. You there's know, three so teams that could get in, uh, actually, four, wow. even Navy. So wow. they got a big game, too. Mm -hmm. All right, um, great. Yeah, well, good. Yeah, luck. Michelle, just I have one more question for Michelle before we, we, we uh, say goodbye. Um, 
just the, the the rivalry, right? We know about what the rivalry is like on the football side, and we've seen mm-hmm. it a little bit on the on the men's lacrosse side. What is the rivalry like? Is this your second season? I know you guys had the win last year over Navy. Can you describe the rivalry maybe briefly to us uh, be- with Army and Navy uh, women's lacrosse? Of course, yeah. Obviously, we're a little bit younger of a program than Navy. Um, Navy, I believe, started in 2007, 8, 6. I forget because I was recruited by them, and I was like, I cannot – I cannot go there, but, um, so we're only an eight year, eight year program. Um, they didn't play due to COVID in 2020, I think. Um, so it's only been about five years of this star game. Um, and Navy had, um, won all of them until last year. So this is our, I believe our sixth year playing them in the star game. Um, and we're looking to take it every single year from them. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's two great teams playing against each other, two great staffs as well. People that just love lacrosse and, um, yeah, it, it, it means a lot to us. And it, it, you know, obviously army Navy in any sport means a lot, but, um, you know, since this is so new and so young, um, for our program, um, we want to continue to dominate this, this, uh, rivalry. Okay. Michelle, we really appreciate you having you on. And uh, again, 2.30 Saturday at Mikey Stadium. It's Army versus Navy, a uh, big Patriot League uh, matchup there. Mm-hmm. Um, you could follow. Uh, we'll have something on the game uh, this weekend. And we will uh, we really appreciate having you on, Michelle. Check out our YouTube channel. We have our interviews with Joe Abarisi on there. We have football interviews on there. Check wow. out BlackKnightNation.com. We have uh, stories up by the one and only Seth Mendelson and myself self we really appreciate you guys watching us and thank you so much michelle for joining us this morning thank you both for everything you do for um army nation and all that stuff um but i also want to say good luck to coach a and the men's team this weekend they're going to crush it and we're excited to watch them after we beat navy okay well thank you good luck thank you guys i appreciate it bye-bye see ya